tonight. Amen. We thank God for Jesus Christ, Yeshua being our Lord and our Savior. Amen. We thank and praise God. Amen. For, amen, our pastor, our pastor, Miller James Pearson Jr. Amen. We thank God, amen, for everyone that graces the house of prayer on tonight. Amen. What do y'all know about Jesus' blood on tonight? Amen. I hear that Jesus' blood, what? Still has power. Amen. And we thank God for the scripture that said Isaiah 53 and 5. Said, but he was wounded, what? For our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Amen. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, amen. Thank God we are healed. Amen. We are healed. We are healed. Amen. So we just say God, even for those that are joined in to our live, amen, video and audio networks on tonight. Amen. We thank God for you. Amen. We thank God, amen, for how God has just been truly, amen, keeping us, amen, blessing us, amen. I'm not just talking about me and Apostle Miller, James Pearson Jr., but all of us, amen. He has kept us, amen, from danger seen and unseen, amen. And we just thank him on tonight, amen. Let's say your full word of prayer on tonight. Let us say a full word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we just thank you on tonight. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your name on tonight. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, on tonight, Lord, for how you have forgiven us of our sins. We thank you, Lord God Jesus, for the strength, your love, your mercy. Thank God for salvation on tonight that you have granted unto us. Thank God for the Holy Ghost and your power. And Lord, we ask you to look over those that are sick and shut in, those that are sinners out there on tonight that they do not know you from the parting of their sin. Lord, we ask you, Lord God, just to touch their minds and their hearts on tonight. Lord, you said that they can't come except you draw them. And Lord, we ask you to draw them, touch their minds, touch their hearts, give them a desire, amen, to live for you, to, oh God, to, to serve you for the rest of their lives. Lord, we look over those that are bereaved on tonight. Lord, we ask you to remember every family member that is bereaved on tonight, everyone that has lost a friend. Lord, we ask you to bring comfort. Lord, we thank you for bringing comfort. Lord, we thank you for bringing peace. Oh, God, Lord, we even thank you, Lord, for bringing joy in the midst of sorrow, Lord. Oh, God, we just ask you to be with the families out there that is grieving on tonight, those that have lost loved ones, those that have lost family members, whatever it may be, Lord, whatever they may be grieving, Lord. Lord, we ask you to look upon every marriage on tonight between a man and a woman, oh God, oh Lord. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, Jesus, you will continue, Lord, oh God, to keep marriages, Lord God, Jesus, because we know, Lord, that you honor marriage, and Lord, we know, Lord God, Jesus, there's power in godly marriages, oh God, and we just ask you on tonight, oh God, every broken heart, anything, Lord, that stands in the way, oh God, of loving each other, Lord, we ask you to remove it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, look up on the single man. Look up on the single women and boys and girls. Oh God, bring them comfort through by your word. Oh God, let them be on fire for you, Lord. Let them, Lord God, Jesus, run to you. Oh God, and cry out, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to serve you wholeheartedly with my whole life? And Lord, we just thank you for all things that you are doing in the midst of us. Thank you, oh God, for how you keep us. 
up and down the highways and the byways, as we go in and out of the stores, as we go on and off our jobs, oh God, in and out of our homes, oh God, in and out of other places, Lord, oh God, that you will have us to go, Lord, we thank you for your safety, thank you for your protection, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your keeping power, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we know that your blood still works and it still has power. And we thank you for all things in your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua's name. Let every heart that believes say amen. 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 Hallelujah. You may have your seats on tonight. Amen. I just thank God. Amen. For everything on tonight. Amen. We just love the Lord. Amen. Because what? He first loved us on tonight. Amen. And we're just going to go ahead on into the word of God on tonight. Amen. We're going to go into the word of God with our Bible study on tonight. Amen. We thank God. Amen. For what he's doing. Amen. In these last and evil days. Amen. First, amen. We're going to, uh, first, before we go into the word of God, I do want to announce on tomorrow, September the 17th. 2022 from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. You're welcome to join us for our prayer and shut-in. That's our prayer and our shut-in from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. right here at Heavenly Grace Gospel Word Network Incorporated. Amen. Located at 1110 Nimitz Avenue. That's N-I-M-I-T-Z Avenue, Talladega, Alabama, 35160. You're welcome to join us for our prayer and our shut-in. For our three-hour prayer and shut-in. Amen. That's from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. And that's Saturday, tomorrow, September the 17th, 2022. Amen. We welcome you to come to join us. Amen. To fellowship with us as we pray unto our Father. Amen. So we just thank God on that note. Amen. We're going to be talking about the power of prayer. Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking about the power of prayer on tonight. Amen. We thank God. Amen. For amen. We know. Amen. In the Bible. Amen. Jesus taught his disciples what? How to pray. Amen. Amen. So tonight we're going to be. Amen. We're going to be dealing with uh, uh, some scriptures. Amen. To let you see the power of prayer. Amen. The power of prayer. Amen. Our first scripture that we're going to go to on tonight is going to come from Psalms chapter 139. Psalms chapter 139. Amen. And we're going to pick up at the 23rd verse and the 24th verse. That's over in the Old Testament. Psalms 139 verses 23 through 24. Amen. When you have it, amen, say amen. Amen. Psalm 139. P-S-A-L-M The book of Psalm Chapter 139 And we're going to look at verses 23 And verses 24 Amen We ask those that are out there Amen Get your Bibles Go along with us Through the word of God Amen Write these scriptures down Amen As we talk about the power of prayer Amen Amen. Write them down. Amen. Go with us. Amen. With the word of God as we. Amen. Speak on the power of prayer. And out there. Amen. That's the book of Psalms. That's P-S-A-L-M. And we are at the 
chapter 139, and we're going to look at verses 23 and 24. Amen. And it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. We know when we go to pray, amen, we got to, amen, we got to have, amen, our communication with God. We have to have it, what, clear, amen. Amen. We have to be, what, in right standing with God. And so that's why. When you begin prayer, it's great, it's good. The Bible teaches us, always come, amen, with a repentant heart. Amen. It may be some things that we're unaware of, that we're unknown of, amen, that we have done, amen. And so that's that's a good thing to always do, to always go with a heart of repentance unto the Lord before you start any prayer. You go with a heart of repentance and you go with a heart of thanksgiving, so, amen, in Psalms 139, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So, amen, he was saying unto God, God, I want you to, a, if you see anything in me, I want you to take it out, and I want you to lead me into a way that is everlasting. Lead me into the ways that are full of what? Of life. Amen. Amen. So now let's go to Psalms 141. It's, it's right over. If you just look right over Psalms 141. And we're talking about the power of prayer tonight. In just a minute, we're going to see a story how powerful prayer is. Amen. Psalms 149 and verses 1 through 4. It said, Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste. Unto me, give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. And he said, Let it be set before you as incense. It didn't tell us to burn incense when we pray, but it said that our prayer be set before God as incense. And the lifting up of my hands. As the evening sacrifice, set a watch. This was David speaking. Said, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. David was saying, I want you to guard my mouth, O God. I want you to make sure. I want you to give me the strength. I want you to give me the power, Lord, to keep my lips from anything that is what wicked or evil or saying anything that's not aligned with your word. So he told the Lord, set a watch. Guard it. Keep watch. Keep the door of my lips. Because we know that amen in our tongue lies what? Life and death. Amen. A lot of times, amen, people have always said, oh, this job is killing me. You have to watch those words, amen. Because what are you doing? You speaking those words, even though, amen, you've heard it, amen, for so many years from different people. Now you have to watch even that. Oh, I'm so sick. And you're not even sick. I'm so sick of this. But we know we use that, well, we have used that as what? Just to express our feelings and our emotions. And we have to watch those words, 
Amen. Because life and death lies in the power of the tongue. So, amen. Oftentimes, amen. Amen. When I hear people say things like that, I say, don't speak those words. Because I even had to learn that I had to stop what? Speaking those words. Because that was speaking things over my life that God did not promise. Amen. He promised, he promised us joy. He promised us peace. He promised us strength, everlasting life. He promised, promised us goodwill. And some of us, amen, we say another thing. I'm so broken, ain't no joke. We say a lot of those things. But we have to remember, what did God say? Well, he put us in what? Wealthy places, amen. Amen, so we have to watch the words that we what, we speak at our, out of our mouth. Amen. We don't look at, amen, what you see in front of you, but we got to declare and we got to speak the word of God. Amen. Amen. Because when we pray, we have to pray. Amen. Thanking him for what he's already promised. So it's incline not my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity. So he was, the David was talking to the Lord. He said, I don't want my heart to do anything that is evil. I don't want it to accept anything that is evil. And I don't even want to practice any wicked works, any evil works, anything that goes against your word with men that work iniquity. And we have to be so careful that we don't hang out and we don't, amen, we don't get, amen, entangled, amen, with the world. Again, once he has brought us out, amen, we can't, amen, get caught up, amen, and get comfortable, amen, just because, amen, it's a best friend, or just because, amen, it's family, or just because it's a husband, or just because it's a wife, amen, whatever the relationship may be, just because it's a father or a mother, but if they're doing evil, if they're doing iniquity, he told us not to have fellowship with them, and what that means, don't Entangle yourself with the things that they're doing. Don't receive it as good. We yet love them and we pray for them. But we got we can't sit around and do the things that they do. But we gotta offer what up love. We gotta offer the word. We gotta offer a prayer unto them. And we have to, they have to see what the light in us. And then our light begins to shine even more when we pray to God. And it said, let me not eat of their dainties. You see that? Let me not eat of their dainties. They're, they're the things, the delicacy. The dainties can mean a lot of things, amen. It can be from spiritual food, amen, that amen, that they, amen, they see as okay, it's okay to say this, amen, they'll call it spiritual food, but it's not spiritual food, amen. Amen, we need to also look at the things, amen. What are they doing? What are they indulging in? What are they engaging in? We can't do it because they're doing it. We got to do whatever God wants us to do. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the book of Colossians. And I want to go here. Um, it's in the New Testament and it's spelled C-O-L-O. S-S-I-A-N-S The book of Colossians It's spelled C-O L-O S-S-I-A-N-S 
chapter 1. We're going to look at chapter 1. And then we're going to look at chapter 4. We're going to look at a couple of scriptures in both. So Colossians, Colossians, the first chapter. And we're going to look at verses 9 through 12. If you have it, say amen. Amen. Nah. Colossians, the first chapter. We're going to look at verses 9 through 12. And it says, for this cause we also... Since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and our wisdom and spiritual understanding. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might. According to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. I'm going to go ahead and read this. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Amen. Let's turn to Colossians 4 and verse 2. Everybody there? And it said, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Without praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance. He will open to us what? A door of what? Utterance. It means to speak. He will open up a door that you can speak and he will hear as you speak. So he will open up to us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. So this, amen, was the book of Colossians. It was talking about continuing in prayer and being thankful unto God. We have to make sure when we go before God and we utter, we speak, we, we communicate with God. We have to make sure, amen, amen, that we, we listening. We listening to him because he was opening up his mysteries unto us even when we go in prayer. There's another scripture. Just turn over on over to 1 Thessalonians. It's right after Colossians. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. And look at verse 17. And that verse simply says, Pray without ceasing. Pray without stopping. Don't stop praying. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. And on tonight, I want us to focus because we're talking about the power of prayer. We're going to go into a, a story on tonight, but I want to give you those scriptures first. 
But we got to focus on what we want. We got to focus on what we need from God. A lot of times when we pray, we focus on what we want from God, what what we want him to do for us, and also what we want him to do for others. Amen? Anybody pray and ask God for things? I know I do. We ask him for things even for others. But we have to remember that the power of prayer, when we communicate and we spend time with God, it builds relationship with God. It builds our love for God. And when our love for God, amen, is built, our, we have a more desire for him. We have a deep desire for him. And those deep desires for him turns into, Lord, whatever your will is for my life. We got to remember when we go to God in prayer, that it changes us when we in continued prayer. Just like 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 said, when we continue in prayer, prayer changes us. Because it transforms. The more you pray and the more you, amen, you get in tune with God and you build that relationship with God, it transforms us. It changes our mind. It transforms our mind. Not only does it transforms our mind, but it transforms our life. Not only our life, but it transforms our heart. He works on the heart. Now, not only that, it transforms our spirit. Our spirit starts to get aligned with His Word. Our body come in alignment with his word. Do you not know that statistics have shown in past the people that goes to church and they're active in church stress decreases when those that go to church opposes to those that don't even go to church at all. And one reason I believe that that stands true is because when you come into the house a prayer and you are active and you are in alignment with God's will all those issues all those burdens you can go there and you can inhabit he said the word of God said he inhabit what the praises of the of his people the word of God said the inheritance amongst those that are sanctified and what that means his inheritance, if there's inheritance there, because there should be people there that has a mind of Christ, that has a mind of God, that's going to encourage you to go on through, that's going to pray with you, that's going to agree with you according to the will of God, and those stresses that you have throughout life, amen, that what, what would be able to happen? You can give them to the Lord, you will take your burdens there, and you what, you will leave them what there so our desires when we pray our desires will be replaced by his ways and his desires let's look at St. Luke let's look at Luke L-U-K-E that's in the New Testament it's after the book of Mark that's Matthew Mark and then Luke let's look at this prayer changes us Luke 22 
verses 42 through 44. We have to pray to God. Verses chapter 22 of Luke verses 42 through 44. And it said, Father, and this is where Jesus, he was getting ready. He was, he was getting ready to, everything was happening. God was getting ready, amen, for everything to be fulfilled. His purpose. It said, Father, Jesus was speaking. Said, Father, if thou be willing, let me go back up so you can get a better read. And it said, and they said at the 38th verse, and they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that ye enter not into what? Temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone cast and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. But he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. In other words, he said, not my will, Father, but your will be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. An angel from heaven came to strengthen Jesus. And being in an agony, when he was in so much pain, that's what agony, he was in pain. Because, amen, we have to remember, he went through so much for us. He was beaten for us. And being in an agony, he prayed more Earnestly, we're talking about Jesus Christ, Yeshua. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweats was as if it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. And he said unto them, Why seek ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. And while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? And when they which were about him saw that would follow, they said unto him, Lord, Shall we smite with the sword? And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye thus forth. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, Be ye come out as against the thief with swords and saves. When I was daily with you in the temple, ye stretched forth no hands against me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. So even in this, we see where Jesus prayed to the Father for his will to be done in his life. 
So our desires will be placed by his ways and by his desires. And as we pray more, we learn more how to pray and what to pray. I want you to go ahead and start getting the book of Daniel over in the Old Testament. D-A-N-I-E-L. And I wanna, we're going to look at that. That's our focus on tonight. The book of Daniel chapter 6. The book of Daniel chapter 6. D-A-N-I-E-L, the book of Daniel chapter 6. But we have to realize, as we pray more, we learn more how to pray and what to pray. Previously, I just said, when we go to God, we ask him for, to do things for us. We ask him to do things for others. But we have to let, let our asking, it will turn into thanking him because a lot we're asking him for, I want you to get this, a lot of things we're asking him to do for us, he has already promised it to us. So because he has already promised it to us, instead of asking him, go ahead and just thank him for what he's already promised us. When I came to that, when, when I heard that, I know, Lord, give me strength. Lord, give me peace. Lord, give me joy. Lord, give me love. Lord, I thank you for the love that you've given me. Lord, I thank you for the joy. I thank you for the strength. I thank you for your peace. We turn into thanking him because these are things what, that he has already what, promised us. So that, that's why I say he would teach us how to pray. And what to pray. Because he has already promised it to us in his holy word. We have to remember that God has a plan for our life. And when we pray, we will walk in it. Amen. So let's go to the book of Daniel, the sixth chapter. And I'm going to be reading from um, the New Living Translation version. That way I can break down the words more easier. But you can follow on with me in the King James Version. But if you have um, the New Living Translation, and we're going to talk about Daniel. We're going to talk about Daniel. We're going we're gonna to find out something about Daniel, what happened to Daniel. But I want to just read to the story, read through the story, so you can see the power of prayer. Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. Let me just give you a little history of Daniel. Daniel's life and ministry bridged the entire 70 year period of Babylonian captivity and bondage. Deported to Babylon at the age of 16, talking about Daniel. He was deported to Babylon at the age of 16 and handpicked for government service, Daniel becomes God's prophetic mouthpiece to the Gentile and Jewish world, declaring God's presence 
and eternal purpose. Nine of the 12 chapters in his book revolve around dreams, including God-given visions involving trees, animals, beasts, and images. In both his personal adventures and prophetic visions, Daniel shows God guidance, intervention, and power in the affairs of men. The name Daniel or Daniel means God is my judge. And the book is, of course, named after the author and the principal character, who is Daniel. So he was 16 when he was deported to Babylon. So Darius decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. And he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. We're at the fourth verse. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling the government affairs. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn him. He was faithful. Daniel was always responsible and completely trustworthy. Fifth verse. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel would be in connection with the rules of his faith. They knew that Daniel loved God. So in the sixth verse, the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. We are all in agreement. We administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. They got jealous. They got mad. And they said, give orders that for the next 30 days, listen at this, for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone that is divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of the lions. So they were telling them, if you pray to anyone, let me, let me get there, that they were going to be what? Thrown into the lions' den. Amen. Mm. In other words, to all the presidents of the kingdom and governors and the princes, the councils and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god, big G, or for man for 30 days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lies. They wanted them to bow down to this king. But the eighth verse. And now your majesty issue and sign this law so it cannot be changed. They wanted the king to sign this law. And the official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius, he signed the law. 
the 10th verse. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and he knelt down usually, as usually, in his upstairs room. With his wonders open toward Jerusalem, he prayed three times a day. Just as he had always done, giving what? Thanks to God. What did he give? He gave thanks before his God as he did many times. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's what? Help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. And they said, did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, to God, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, they will be thrown into the den of the lions? Yes, the king replied. That decision stands and it's an official law of the Medes and the Persians that cannot be revoked. The 13th verse, and then they told the king, that man Daniel, one of the captains from Judah, is ignoring you and your law. And he still prays to his God three times a day. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled. And he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of the day looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament. This was the king now. He was looking a way to get Daniel out of this. But he had signed the law. But he was looking for a way to get Daniel out. The 16th verse. So at last the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of the lions. The king said to him, may your God, whom you serve so faithfully, let him rescue you. So imagine what Daniel was thinking. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him to the den of lies. Now the king spoke and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thy service continue, he will deliver thee. Then the king, we're looking at the 18th verse. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. This was the king. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. And when he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God. Was your God, whom you serve so faithfully, able to rescue you from the lions? The 21st said, then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. 22nd verse said, my God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth. Was that the 22nd verse? I switched back over to King James. So I want you to see this. The exact words. Said my God has sent his angel that has shut the lion's mouth that they have not heard me. For as much as before him innocence was found in me and also before thee, O king, 
have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So we see when you continue in prayer, when you continue with God, when you continue despite what anybody tells you not to do for God, when they try to come and say you can't pray, when they say you can't do this for God, you can't serve God, you got to what? Continue in prayer. Because God will deliver you. God will rescue you. God will give you a door to escape. Just like he did Daniel. So this was the king exceeding glad for him. Because we know that the king didn't really want but Daniel to die. That was a part of the king that knew what a man God was going to do for Daniel. That's why he went out to see. He went out to see what is what, what has happened to Daniel. And he told him, he said, if it be your God, if you, you serve him faithfully, he will rescue you. He will deliver you. And that's what God did. He sent his holy angel. That's why we have to even thank God for our angels that he dispatched to protect us. But Daniel, they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no matter of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. Believed. When you pray, you believe that God is going to do it. God is going to answer. And the king commanded and they brought those men which had accused them and they cast them into the den of the lambs. Them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had the mastery of them and broke all their bones in pieces. Or ever they came, they did not come back up. They came out of the bottom of the deacon. Then King Darius wrote unto all people, all nations and all languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, me in trouble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom that we shall not be destroyed. And his dominion shall be even until the end. He delivered. Listen at this. He delivered and he rescued and he worked signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who had delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. That's what the power of prayer will do when you believe. Do y'all believe that on tonight? Nah. That's what the power of prayer would do in your life. So remember, when we go in prayer, we have to submit to God's will and his plan for our lives. We have to repent of sin known and unknown. Because prayer, it helps shape us into the ways 
of Christ. And then he will hear and he will answer because it's his plan that he has for our life. This was a plan that God had for Daniel's life. Daniel prayed. He kept the faith. He believed. He did not just because they made a law to tell him what he could do. He yet went and prayed because he knew and he believed in our God Almighty. Amen. Our Father. And God our Father, he acted as a judge on our behalf. Not only a judge, but a friend. Amen. A redeemer. A rescuer. Amen. That's the, what the power of prayer will do. Amen. And I want to encourage you out there. Keep on praying. Pray without ceasing. And ceases. Pray without stopping. But before you pray, make sure that you submit and that you, you go to God with a repentant heart. Not that saying that you, you repent, you willfully sin. We don't willfully. When you come to God, when you come on the Lord's side, when He you choose Him as your personal Savior, your Lord and your Savior, we don't supposed to willfully sin. And what that means, you just don't sin because, you, oh, I'm a sin today. You just say, oh, I'm a sin, I'm a sin. There's some mistakes, there's some errors. Why God is working on you, why he's taking you through the process. There's going to be some things that you err in. And you have to be, have that uh, humble spirit. Possess that humility within yourself to know, to God, I'm going to you. I'm coming to you. I know I have error. But God, I know I give this to you. And he would, he will help you. He will what? Help you. But we don't continue to willfully sin, just sin. And when we know things are sin, but we have, we ask God to, we give it to him. And when we give it to him, we don't continue to pick it up. But there's a process. But when you continue to pray to God, when you continue to go to God, when you continue to let God be in you and you be in God, he will build you up. He will open up the mysteries of his word. Your understanding will come over, open. You will get wisdom and knowledge. And you will be like, oh, Lord. You can be saying, you don't have a question. So I wonder what. And then the next morning, next day, you get up, you're like, oh, that's it right there. Have y'all ever done that? I have. I have. There's some things I've been looking for. I said, I wonder if, this, if that's wrong or not. I wonder if, you know. And I go read, and there it is. He said he is a rewarder of them that would diligently seek him. He reward us with the, even the answers. Amen. So we can live a life pleasing unto him. Not my will, but God, your will be done. Amen. We thank God for this Bible study on tonight. Amen. We thank God for who our Lord and Savior is to us. We thank God for him being a good God, a just God. We love him with everything that we have on tonight. We sing in the scripture where it talks about what? The signs and the wonders. 
Amen. That God worked. Amen. With Daniel. Through Daniel. We see that. Amen. And we just thank God for who God is to us. We do. Again, if you, amen, just not joining us, we want to invite you on tomorrow, September the 17th, 2022, to our prayer and our shut-in, our three-hour prayer and shut-in. Amen. Our three-hour prayer and shut-in. That's from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. Amen. Remember, amen, the power of prayer. It changes things in our lives. So we just thank God for you tuning in. Amen. To everything. Amen. To this Bible study. Amen. If you have any questions, amen, you can amen, you can inbox us or you can message us. Amen. Through amen. Amen. Our um, platforms. Amen. Our email address is hggwntv at gmail.com. Amen. You can write to us at P.O. Box 6056. Talladega, Alabama, 35161. Again, we thank and praise God for you on tonight. Joining us in our Bible study. Those out there, amen. Um, Apostle, we thank you. Amen. All the way from Heavenly Grace Gospel Word Network Incorporated. Amen. Until we meet again. Amen. We love you and God bless you. In Jesus Christ, Yeshua's name. Amen. Let's tell the Lord thank you. Amen.